Hello, we are here to old and new movie review with the worst of the year. Worst. Joining me is Sam. 50 Cent. Juan. And the worst. Biggie Smalls. And John and Hank chilling in the background. I'm, Sid the I'm Sloth the from Ice Age. Like, I'm like so far in the background, you can't even see me. Well, we, we did the best. Now it's time. When the, when the uh, Sid from Sloth, uh, Sid the Sloth from Ice Age movie coming out. <laughs> there is. They were talking about a spinoff long ago. I'm trying to get it. that, bro. Right. Garfield three. The this Sid year. Spinoff. Garfield. We got, we got so much to look forward. How is there two? We need a three. <laughs> okay, the so lasagna in. Lasagna. You're, okay, so we're, we're we're definitely gonna. Bro, lasagna. Have a lot to say about the, the worst lasagna. of the year. The lasagna. Oh. There we go. Uh, the worst of the year. I have a Mind lot to say. Blown. I'm just gonna start the list right off the bat. Yep. Number 10 is The Dead Don't Die. I did not see it. No I idea. actually didn't either. So. Really bad. No, well, it wasn't bad. It's why it's number 10. It wasn't bad mostly. It was just really not fully realized, I feel. Right. It really... And the ending was really poor. Like, it started off interesting. The first half hour is good. And then the direction it goes in after is kind of... Lame. Who's the director? Jim, Jim Jarmusch. And what was the... Yeah, was, was there a trailer? Was there a cinematic? It's the one with Adam Driver and Bill Murray. <gasps> oh, okay. Right. So oh, it was It was that bad. I did not realize it would be that bad. Those ones it was wasn't bad. Like, like, I liked the first hour because it was mainly just them like dead panning with each other. And then the, uh, the, when they, the zombie plot kind of felt forced. Yeah. Right. And it had a really uh, tacky message. Yeah, I thought it was more of a... I was thinking of a horror movie, but when you mentioned the cast, it's that one that's like a wannabe Edgar Wright type of film. Yeah, yeah. Right. Edgar Wright's... It, yeah, not even in the same league as yeah. Edgar Wright. Um, if you wanted to go see a good um, a good zombie comedy that came out this year, check out Zombieland 2 Double Tap. Plan on it. Woody Harrelson does all the things he wants to do. And then number nine is a movie me and Juan saw, uh, Doctor oh. Sleep. Oh, Doctor Sleep, yeah. The sequel to The Shining. It was that bad? It was, I was very disappointed yeah, in it. Yeah, we can see why. Now, it was a straight sequel? Yeah, it's a yeah, straight it's sequel a straight to The Shining. Sequel, the book, and it was a book, and then it got made into the movie. Now, it's, And Stephen King doesn't like the movie, so they yeah. had to honor both the book and the movie. Now, what's interesting, I think like my main point, my main point about this which will probably disagree with Jacob just because it's more, you know, a movie view. Um, Stephen King in general just changed his style, like, mid-90s, I feel. So if you look at, like, the original Shining when he was super coked out and just out of his mind, yeah. the amount of influence that both had the book and was, you know, carried into Stanley Kubrick films, you look at today's writing, not that it's any worse, but it feels more toned down, more so mature. Sober. Yeah. Yeah, art is always better, which which takes away from what Stephen King originally was meant to do. Well, Stephen King's drug problems are legendary. Art is always better when you do drugs. (laughs) I agree. Take take that to. Are there any good sober artists? That's the first merch of the second. First merch. (laughs) Oh, art is better when you're on drugs. Frank Zappa was straight edge. Yeah, that's actually really true. Listen, kids, do drugs. But he's 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 a minority. He yeah, he was so zany. Yeah. 
Everybody who makes really good art is on. But what are your thoughts on the movie? I thought Doctor Sleep. It, it kind of was a jumbled mess. Yeah. Um, I hated her top hat in the movie. Oh, really ooh. weak villains. Um, Ian McGregor was good. I just yeah. felt it didn't have any weight to it. Yeah. I mean, I never read the book. I don't yeah. know if the book is like that, but uh, th- this yeah. the movie felt it didn't have any gravitas to that, it. That's um, not to get a philosophical, right? But I, I watch a lot of like the reviews of The Shining because a lot of the YouTubers I watch regarded as one of like the highest. Yeah, movies. like Chris Duck- It's Chris Duncan's favorite yeah. horror movie. Chris favorite movie. And the one thing you'll notice with this movie as a change is kind of the reflection of the hero villain story. Whereas Doctor Sleep is very traditional. Here's your hero. Here's the villain. They fight. The uh, Shining, and this is uh, from a YouTuber I watch. Uh, Plague of Gripes. He's kind of a furry. I don't recommend him, but when he makes <laughs> when he makes good videos, they're good. So he was bringing. Don't up, watch his furry content. <laughs> yeah, what he mentioned was um, the concept of evil is so inherently ingrained with just existence that mm. you can't oh you can't always pull it aside, and that's something that Stephen King's doing now, where he has like clear defined villains, clear right. defined backgrounds. That Whereas is true. If you look at older. You know, works both yeah. in literature and in movies. You'll see that it's more ingrained. Like the yeah. hotel was the villain, of course, yeah. but it was more about how it fed off of Jack Nicholson's original. For sure. And The Shining is very much. Um, I mean, the Doctor Sleep tries to dive yeah. into it, but I think it was kind of more hand fisted. Well, that's what I think. With the, the Shining is definitely. It, it's uh, Stephen King. He says it's uh, a book very much about his struggle with alcoholism. Yeah, I think I think that's why some of the best villains are the ones you relate with. Just because it's not like Dan Hose, uh, the Joker. Yeah, uh, yeah. There, there's a relation to him because uh, it's not Christoph like Waltz it's, from once you remove villainy from humanism, it becomes nullified. Yeah, kind it of becomes a Marvel movie. Because Thanos Marvel was movie. not like I'm that. evil. I want to kill you for no again. Reason. That's why Thanos was so good compared to other Marvel. Villains. Yeah, there's an act exactly. There's an actual like, you know. There's roots into Purpose. some sort of humanism, and I kind of like in area. Yeah, uh, and like even in Endgame when he came back. He wanted to destroy the Avengers because they messed up his plan. Like, that's an actual personal vendetta, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Standardized. Timmy Turner. <laughs> Timmy! Cosmo Wanda Frappuccino from Starbucks. Yes. Uh, my number eight is Doc... Uh, no, not a uh, The new Lion King remake. Mm. Was not impressed at all. Um, I thought Did it was... Did not see it. I, you, know, you know it's saying something when I dislike a Disney yeah. movie. Yeah, I know. Um, and I'm not really huge on the Disney live action remakes. Um, I don't, I think, you know, I'm not, they're, I'm not, they're not something, I see them just cause I'm a movie fan. So did you look forward to it before you saw it? Mm, I mean, like that's the fr- like there's good aspects about the movie. None of them have to do with the story or anything like that. All of them are like technology and visual because yeah. the CGI is incredible I think the visuals the, the CGI in the new Lion King looks amazing like it mm. looks like real lions like right. it, and it, lo- it does not look like CG it looks breathtaking so some credit yeah and you know I don't know um, I mean maybe Juan can talk about this a little with me because uh, uh, how, how does a director like John Favreau go so uh, sidestepped with Lion King a director Ooh. as good as John Favreau Okay, you pronounce it Favreau. I pronounce it Favreau. <laughs> Favreau. Favreau. The man who did Iron Man and Chef. My did this. Chef. The thing is, you have to consider with <laughs> with John Favreau and with anybody who works for Disney. It's Disney. They're pulling the strings every time. If they wanted to make an artistic film just in three D, they would have done it. 
it was very clearly a cash grab. Yeah. So I mean, I'll, I'll give it like a 70, 30, 30% on John Favreau. <laughs> but it was still, you know. Well, his, and I mean, yeah. compared to like the like the Jungle Book remake, I felt John Favreau actually had a passion for the Jungle yeah. Book. Lion King, they he they picked him because he had experience with CGI animals. Yeah. So they're just gonna have him do it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's another thing you have to consider for John Favreau, who re- very recently I would say blew up really. Like 2010 well, onward. Yeah, he's been good, but like, come on. Like, you know, next level when people actually know his name. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because of the Mandalorian. Yeah, Disney yeah. movie level. Yeah, when people that's actually true. know your Yeah, because yeah, he yeah. created the Mandalorian. Yeah. So that was, Did he really? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, wow. that's all him. But like with John Favreau, he's got to be experiencing a certain level of just block out, you know. He's going to... I don't feel he's going to do terribly, but he's going to fall into Fuck. either What well, do you think he's going to go down and then make a comeback of sorts? Yeah, when he no longer has his ball script by Disney. <laughs> I mean, he, he literally has, has done two of their live-action remakes, and he created a Star Wars yeah, series do you for th- them. Yeah, do you think he wanted to? Mm, maybe. The answer's no. maybe. Lion King, no. Yeah, exactly. No. Jungle Book, a little bit. Um, and then Mandalorian, I don't know how much... I don't know how involved he was in cre- in creating the Mandalorian. Um, I I don't know if it was a lot. It seems like that was an idea Disney had, but uh, no. I mean, yeah, and the the, the, the animals. I mean, uh, mo- a lot of people talk about this in their reviews, but the animals really didn't give that much expression. Um, which it's not really the anyone's fault. It's just real animals will not give the same expression yeah. as cartoons. And the biggest problem with the movie, I mean, so the voice acting, I mean, the voice actors are fine, but they really don't bring anything special. And also, it literally ch- goes beat for beat from the original movie. Nothing's changed. And even with the remake of Aladdin that came out, I felt like it was it, its its own movie, like its own unique property. This Lion King is literally just a copy and paste job. And uh, I kind of want Sam to talk. What are your thoughts on the Disney live action remakes? But I want you to say they're horrible cash grabs. Well, I mean, you just said it for me, so, I mean... Go into detail. I, I actually am not a big fan of the Disney Well, I mean, it's so transparent. Remakes. I um, agree. I wish they wouldn't do them, but... They're you know, at least to me. Like, like the new Mulan actually looks interesting, because it actually doesn't look verbatim from the original. It I, mean, I, like I haven't own. seen the new Mulan, but No, it's not out yet. Yeah, it, it just, it, but it actually looks like a... Because they're going closer to the original story. It just seems so trans... It did, did like... Uh, it's, 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 you, it's ridiculous how transparent it seems. But you... you but you, so, oh, let's, let's just repackage what you love as a child. Oh, these yeah. Disney movies. Oh, Mulan. And that's, how much did it gross? <laughs> it's it's, all, it's a, always going to gross hundreds of millions of dollars well, you, in box office. You admit Disney... You admit Dis- Disney's genius. Well, they're, what they're, they're in doing. that They business. know what they're doing. No, yeah. Disney are fucking, like, the fucking National Socialist Party. They, they're, but they they're know what they're doing. They think we should fear. But why, they're we making, should, but we give them money instead. They're making so much money, of course they're going to keep making them. Yeah, of course they're going to keep making them. And, we're, and, we're, and that, that, that devoids actual good fucking writing and good cinema. Yeah. It, 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 it's because if you're... Ultimately, if, yeah. If, well, if, yeah if, oh, hold on, hold on. If if Mulan makes a hundred million at the box office, okay, then that's gonna incentivize companies and studios like Disney, big budget studios, to fund things that are just gonna make money. That because all these fucking lemmings are gonna go fucking see Mulan that comes out. I mean, I'll be one of them. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna go fucking see it. But I'm that's what makes money. I'm a movie critic exception. Yeah. But it, it, they're going to go see Mulan, 
and that's what's gonna draw money and it's good it, it it draws attention away from people who want to make actually like good new unique well and that's actually movies. a b- very big thing in hollywood a lot of independent directors are like selected from indie obscurity and given these big budget projects for that reason exactly correct and um i mean it's i mean i agree with you a lot actually i mean even with the jungle book remake that got yeah. amazing reviews like it's over 90 percent on rotten tomatoes and i didn't think it was that much special yeah i don't know why it got such good reception actually it was it was mediocre i saw it yeah i did too um but i mean critics loved it it wasn't the it was the critic score not the audience score that was really high yeah, well, I just why why remake the same movies that we've already seen? Because they make money. They make money, and they're also they they know Disney is laughing. I know at the top money. of the food chain, and they're like, ha ha ha. Yeah, know. but it's also it's also demolishing creativity and filmmakers. Uh, well, and that's why filmmakers that could make the next David Lynch could be sitting there and I agree. being demolished and because I, fucking Mulan's and I'm make- and I'm a Disney yeah. fan and. I wish Disney no. would do more original movies. No. Like, look at something no. like Zootopia or what? What? Here's um. What uh, do you mean? No, don't I'm, make. Don't have Disney make more original movies. I'm not no, because I, I don't. They're want gonna to make a couple. Like, they're gonna make one per every six or seven years, just to keep it a little bit fresh. But other yeah. than that, I I wish Disney would make it. Like Disney sometimes makes amazing movies. Yeah. It all depends who's at the helm. Look at Zootopia. But the problem yeah. is, is that it, it's Frozen an original. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's based on a story. Because I'm about it. Well, I was fucked good. the shit out of Elsa. She's like 16. <laughs> Anya, bro. Yeah, well, also. It's, it's Europe. They have different It's laws. Europe. Have you been to Europe? No. So you're still <laughs> you're no, almost fucked. <laughs> no. Uh, that's another thing to consider. I think this is more of a point for Sam and also for the movie. Um, just as people begin to notice those patterns of Disney just recycling shit, so do you have the average person become kind of like the counterculture. The average person now is looking They'll for They'll become aware. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. looking for more Eventually. Yeah. A little They're bit later looking... than you and I, maybe. That's but... an excellent point. But the average me... person has now become the counterculture because they're looking for something that's outside, that's devoid. It's just cycles. Of, it's cycles. Of an intense, We're just in a di- intense commercial. The spectrum goes up and down. Exactly. Yeah. Look yeah. at my, look at the poster on my wall. That'll prove. Wait, the, tar- the Tarzan? Because you have a baby driver poster I'm looking at the wall. Tarzan with the other one, the Irish one. And he covered Kevin Spacey for a few, like, months months it was super cringe and i finally just took down the jacob was the raped by kevin spacey <laughs> yes i was i was one of the victims he was one of the bud boys <laughs> sam was Shout raped by morrissey no it was not johnny marr no nope. just kidding we love you johnny marr um yeah so um i'm yeah i really think i mean a movie like once upon a time in hollywood did really well this year so there's something yeah exactly and and the movies still i mean look at get out huge hit us, no, huge hit. That was indie. A lot more money went into marketing. How the fuck is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in indie? That's they're, Quentin Tarantino. They're not indie, but they're original visions. They're unique. But the difference is I agree with that, but there's... That's very different from what the indie definition is in general. Okay, yeah, exactly. a, a very a indie movie that did well recently would be something like Hereditary. That was or A24. Year. A24, the studio, is... Uncut Gem like is doing huge things for indie movies right now. Adam Sandler was the main star. That's not what are you talking about? But the movie indie. was indie. Indie. The movie was indie. The Jackie Jackie Adam Sandler was the main star. It's the not Snuffy an indie. The Brothers are indie it's filmmakers. It's almost impossible. Still, when you have Adam Sandler as your main star, it's not an independent film, like in the truest sense. I would sense. agree. Yeah, in the truest sense. So e- even if it is an independent movie with a big, so star, it's an not. independent so company should not an independent film because it had John no. Travolta. Because they bought him. No, no, yes. Something really, you're gonna yes. argue that? Yes. 
Wow. Very bad, much. That's a bad arc. That the fanatic. No. Yeah. Wait. No. That was, I said. Would you consider Pulp Fiction not an independent movie? Because Quentin Tarantino directed so Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. He was a high-profile director. Not when Pulp Fiction came out. He was high profile enough, but not an independent director. It was not backed by a major studio. That doesn't matter. It was fucking Quentin Tarantino still. Oh, man. Come on. You gotta at least admit that. It was more on Quentin Tarantino than it is. I don't think we know that. Yeah, don't you know what independent means? An indie movie means? No, I understand the the definition of it, but. What my uh, an actual independent director like an independent having film, a star coming in Tarantino did start as an independent director. I and realize he went that. mainstream. I realize that, but he was by the time Pulp Fiction came out, P- Pulp Fiction got theatrical screenings. That's not in a fully well, most independent, independent movies film. start off in limited release, then go to big release. Yeah, I, I know, but a true independent filmmaker, he. Quentin Tarantino was not at that level. Uh, yeah, whatever. He was, he was, uh, he was uh, at a higher level. Okay, that's yeah. fair. That's a fair argument. That's what. I, that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, that's. It I, wasn't. It was. It wasn't like some new break on the scene mm-hmm. director. It was. He was still. Well, where's of our dogs? It was because that's his first movie. I mean, yes, but he still had the wherewithal to to direct it in, yeah. the, or in, in that way or yeah. to, to what produce Sen, it. In that way. Yeah, what Sam was talking about is independent in the truest sense, being someone who just made a movie. The movie was excellent, like Kevin Smith with Clerks. That's yeah. true yeah, independent. Just, movie. Yeah, that right. is or, true or independent like movie. Moonlight. That that excels. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, something to that degree. Blair Witch Project. Something. Or, to uh, yeah, that's another uh, one. What was the one with the transgender prostitutes and oh. Tangerine something. Yeah, Tangerine, and then that movie, that director also did the Florida Project. That's a good example. But those are types of independents that where somebody came in and they just did everything themselves and they they, they end up being popular. Yeah. Oh, you're... you're, Oh, yeah. I'll take that. I understand. Now, back to the list. (laughs) Number seven was just a... I don't... It wasn't really a big... Fuck, we were just drunk as fuck. Right? That that was a little bit too long of a rant. (laughs) Yeah, keep going. It goes, it goes good. But number seven, I'm not really. It was just a kind of a lame sci-fi movie that came out in March called Captive State. I didn't, I didn't, see I it. didn't even know about it. Uh, yeah, it's really not much to say. Just really an incoherent plot and really messy movie. Um, okay, really don't have much to say. Uh, don't, don't watch it. Yeah, don't see it. <laughs> number six, I have much more to say. Maleficent two, Mistress of Evil, terrible. Did not see it. You were not going to. No, I wasn't planning on it. I saw my friend Kane. Angelina Jolie's amazing. Everything else is really bad. Just bad plot, bad graphics. It re- the direction it goes in is poor. I'm good. The, Come on. No, no. The direction. Come on. No. The direction. Why? I'll take one. The direction it goes in is poor. You take that. I'll take. And this. then um, I don't know. I just what I kind of. What, what do you think of a sequel like Maleficent two one? That I understand. Again, this is like the side of Disney where we're trying to portray. This is the cash. Grab. This is definitely this cash grab. Is. I wasn't big on the first one. Then doing shit. Yeah. I just saw this because I was like, my friend Kane wanted to see it. I'm like, how is it? Oh, is this a terrible. sequel to Maleficent? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so. it was just subpar. The villains were weak. Uh, there's the humor was terrible. Just bad storyline too. Like, I don't know. Like, did you see the first Maleficent? I saw the first one. Yeah. I. What do you think? The first Maleficent was an interesting touch. But when you consider, of course, not being this I enjoyed cool. the characters. Yeah, but when you consider something eh, like... I didn't. I mean, they were, some of them You didn't okay. see it. Yeah, bro. The Did first you see Maleficent? it? First one? Yeah. 
Oh, oh, never mind, never mind. Not the second one. I think in the context. I thought you were like, listen to what they're saying, you're like, I like the characters. It's like Chime No, um. What was I going What? It was something intellectual. Kick your ass. No! Oh, right. In the context of just like switching a villain from a long time story, I feel that, uh, fucking. Uh, what's it called? Wicked uh, did Wicked. it better. Wicked would have done it much better. Already did. I, I'm not familiar with Wicked that much, but that's the idea they wanted to go for, and there's really no need. I feel like he here's another mini rant. I'll keep it shorter. When you start overproducing things, people begin to like look for more actual art, especially nowadays when it's so easy to just look up you know best indie movies of 2019. Right. Boom, done. But if you consider like, I feel that we are. Maybe not within our lifetimes, but when you're older, you know, wiser, we're gonna see a complete, just like another renaissance where it's just random people <coughs> making new genres. And we're kind of starting with that with Tangerine and the Florida Project. Yeah, yeah. something that's less related. Well, about the top twenty of this year won't be the top twenty of to- of, of 2019, <laughs> 10 years from now. Exactly. <coughs> I mean, look, so, like twenty years from ago, American Beauty won Best Picture. Exactly. So it's and then the year following it, a big budget movie like Gladiator won Best Picture. Oh, sorry. It's not so much a change because the first Renaissance would be a change in culture. You survive the plague. You're gonna study as much as you can. Like when they transition from like uh, black and white, uh, not black, uh, uh, silent to sound. Yeah, something to that degree. I feel like our next Renaissance of sorts is gonna be just a complete acceptance of like sexuality of all those different spectrums. I agree. See, we're gonna see a lot more of that art, yeah. a lot more of that exploration. We're seeing a lot of it now, yeah. but it's still like that. I agree. Boomer, sumer. Like, like, yeah, exactly. Like the death of the boomer generation turns yeah. into like. And then they made the, the next then they made Renaissance. The like like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely heading that yeah, way. Right so. in the past, like fucking three weeks. It'll be. I know. It'll be exciting to see what kind of art we can Three expect from there. Yeah. What kind of changes Why? we can see. Why do we care? Because I, I feel like the, the, like the, the death of the boomer generation will sort of like we want the underage the viewers enemy to smoke. of what this generation which is like smoke. the SJW aspect yeah. and sort oh, of like yeah, make right. it more like an actual cohesive um, yeah, you know thought yeah, go use a chapter now, more. Can, you know, yeah, exactly. They can more accepting now. They can yeah. to what's actually going on in the background. It'll take yeah. away the extremities mm-hmm. of everything and sort of like amalgamate. Anyways, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going on rants. But that's that's the beauty of a podcast. So, yeah, don't seem to listen to. Number five, I'm going to talk about with these boys here. Sam and Juan. Yeah. You know what my number five is? I'm gay. <laughs> I'm gay. We uh, can talk about that for like a good two seconds and we're done. We're bored. Godzilla King of the Monsters. Ooh, Ooh that's good. How that's good. was that? Is that on your worst list? How is that? If it's um, not, how I really it? didn't think about it. To I be forgot that movie even existed. It was yeah, so it was boring. Nice. The human characters were awful. Barely any monsters in it. There was the the big monsters that were there were good though. They were, yeah. but they're again. This movie almost has the exact same problems as the last one. Very little of the monsters. Very little Godzilla. And the human characters were awful. I still love Godzilla. And it's even longer than the first one. So I think it's oh. worse. I love Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla. I mean, what did you like this movie? Did no. you think it was actually a love letter to Godzilla? Uh, no, no. no. You really love every Godzilla. every Godzilla movie that's come out in the last like ten years, like oh, the non Toho ones. Thirty years even has been terrible. No, no, no. The American ones have been Toho, the company that makes the Godzilla movies in Japan, has always made really good Godzilla movies. That's sort of something to consider in terms of what they're doing here, because if you look. 
Alexa. I'm super high, so I'm like very insightful when I'm high. <laughs> just for everyone who thinks like I'm a snob, no, I'm just high. Um, <laughs> the thing with monster movies in America is they always try to break in that gap of like humanizing. Like I relate with King Kong. If you remember Kong and Kong, uh, King of the Monsters yeah. with Skull Island. Skull yeah, Skull Island. Island. Actually, was, I like that yeah, movie. They yeah. try to always humanize with the monsters. Say, okay, maybe we're not so different from the monster. Was it with King Kong? With uh, a little bit with Pacific Rim, but not really. Um, it was mostly with like Dwayne well, Johnson. The first movies. Pacific Rim, specifically. Yeah. The first one. The second one was, you know... Subpar, yeah. Yeah, clean up. But, uh, like, with Dwayne Johnson movies, with, like, How to Train Your Dragon, big example. You have your dragons as... Or you, your monsters as a comparison to humanity, saying, okay, we're not so bad, we can improve. But if you look at the context historically, you know, just in that time frame of what Godzilla represented in Japan, just fucking shit up, you know, post-World War Two. Yeah. That's what it represents to them, originally, so when you're trying to switch that image of here's someone wrecking our shit and we have to come back as like a species, as an yeah. island, as a nation to save them versus America's message of we're not so bad. If you get to know us, we're not so bad. Let me Godzilla the- was essentially World War Two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it was exactly that because yeah. like Godzilla came from radiation. It was kind of like their way to comment on the uh, bombings of Hiroshima. That makes Nagasaki. so much sense. I didn't I did not put yeah. two and two together yeah, exactly, until right? now that I realized that. Godzilla was commentary on World War Two. It's really yeah. good, good commentary. A- excellent commentary, and all. Yeah, I mean, the original Godzilla a gigantic movie from is demol- so well done. It's like not, not like any of the Godzilla movies. It's exactly. such a serious movie. Like it's not a monster movie. It's like a serious drama with Godzilla. Like yeah. it's actually about the people suffering from this giant lizard. Exactly. And then they went like in the when he fought King Kong in the sixties. Did like the monster brawl. Do you really have nothing else to say on this movie, Sam? Considering you're a big Godzilla fan. Um. Um, yeah, no, not really. I mean, I love Godzilla. I've had a fascination. What did you think of it? Give me your thoughts. Um, it's been a long time since I watched the movie, so... Yeah, I haven't seen it since the theaters. It It was super boring. Yeah, it was, it was, there was a lot of lull time, which I think a lot of Godzilla movies tend to sort of like, it's a pitfall, a lot of Godzilla movies tend to fall into. I agree. Um, but, uh, um... I'm a big Godzilla fan. I think I'm waiting for a fucking good Godzilla movie to come out. Please, for the love of God, make a good fucking Godzilla movie. All the source materials there. Just make a fucking good one. Make it action-packed. Make it... Just come on. And then... Uh, we fucking around. Do you have any final thoughts on Godzilla? King of uh, I mean, most of it was what I said earlier. Um, but the, boring. Yeah, boring, uninspired, just... Cash grab. Yeah, you're not understanding. You're not getting the point of the movie, right? So, I think, hopefully, this is, like, the end of trying to popularize that Monsters universe you were mentioning there. Oh, God, yeah. The Monsters universe is what uh, Universal... They actually had two... Or, no, the, Warner Brothers is doing this one. Universal is trying to do a monster universe with, like, the classic movie monsters, like Frankenstein's monster, Dracula, and the Wolfman, and every time they've tried to get it off the ground, it has failed. And Warner Brothers is trying to do a similar thing with King Kong and Godzilla and Mothra, and all those monsters have them in one big universe, and it is really not working that well. And all these companies, they try to do a universe, and none of them have worked like Marvel. None of them. Even DC... Even Star Wars, and I don't know what their attempt is, but I don't know what they hit with the Marvel formula that made it work, but these other universes or attempted universes have not been good, so I really disliked Godzilla King of the Monsters. Super boring movie. 
Uh, it, I don't know. It, it just didn't appeal to me at all. It was like watching paint dry. Um, minus the fights. Uh, which, but they're barely in the movie. So, Number four was... I don't know if you guys saw this one. Uh, Alita, Alita ba- uh, Ro- the Robert Rodriguez movie, Alita Battle Ooh, Angel. I, I did not. Yeah, I, Awful. I, I, Good I graphics, but terrible story. Te- like, probably the worst screenplay of the year. Damn. Like, yeah. without a doubt. Like I saw, I saw the... From, from that movie, and I was like, and I usually like absolutely. Not. I usually it's funny because I usually like Robert Rodriguez. Uh, he, I mean, this man did Sin City, exactly, and he's doing garbage like this. Yeah, I think um, a good problem with it is if you know the original source material, it's a manga. It's a See, series. I know people who do know the original source material pretty well. Yeah. Uh, it's very popular anime. Did, did you ever read it? I did read it, and it's it's pretty good on its own. And again, I'm just gonna like not over rant it, but it's another one of those movies where like, oh, you're missing the point. You're just making a popular thing, because the point of Alita was, of course, the revolution, but it wasn't so much about Alita finding herself cybernetically. It was more about like understanding how humans interact. Oh yeah, the, this movie mm, had none of that. No, it was just like, oh, here's a superhuman. Here yeah, Alita. basically, let's do this. Go off. Yeah, like it's always go have fun with your superhuman. <laughs> It's always, and I'm not gonna even blame this on China because it's not their fault. It's just, <laughs> ho- it's it's Hollywood pumping as much action, exciting shit as they can. It's like, just, the, it's like the Great Wall with yeah. Matt Damon. Disclaimer: It is China's fault. <laughs> it's whatever seems to be popular. Let's just pump money into it, make it good looking, send it over. People will watch it. They won't think about it again. So, I'm not gonna say there's gonna be like a big revolution in cinema. It's not gonna be the end of cinema. But it's gonna ruin. Eat the Meg. Look at the Meg. Yeah, it's gonna ruin the experience. Yeah. Yeah, I just and Christoph Waltz was in it too. And Mahershala Ali, such a waste of talent. Uh, it's funny the CGI is so good, but it's wasted on such a bad movie. Even Edward Norton has a small cameo in it. Um, mm. Just and Jennifer Garner's in it too. <laughs> Um, but oh my god, this movie was terrible. Like, we're probably the my probably my least well, my least favorite screenplay of the year for a big big budget Hollywood movie, just a horribly written movie. Ass. And Robert Rodriguez, you've done better. I mean, you did do Sin City, you did do From Dust Till Dawn, you did do El Mariachi, but um, you need to maybe get back to your indie roots because like this movie, like he's given like I don't know a two hundred million dollar budget to do this and. Maybe it was a bit too much for him because this is like the first time he's done a, a movie on this scale. Yeah, um, maybe maybe studios intervene too much or some shit. It's funny. Well, you know, uh, J- this was actually a passion project for uh, James Cameron. He wrote the movie, co-wrote the movie. He tried to get it made, but uh, he uh, had someone else take over because mm. uh, with Avatar, he knew he wouldn't be able to. Have it time sounds for like him. a lot of like studio intervening. Type yeah, I mean, me, that so. makes me curious. I wonder if like I'm not going to write a Robert Rodriguez because of. Alita Battle Angel. That's true. And it, well, that's my, I, I wonder if the original script was better than what we got. Maybe. Like, maybe, like, the studio interference got... The, like, even with Gemini Man, which is was not on my worst list, but, but uh, I can, I've kind of felt that vibe with that movie. Like, probably... Because that movie was directed by Ang Lee, who did movies like Life of Pi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, And that... And so, I don't really know about how much the studio had involved with that movie similar thing to this so i hope robert yeah again you don't want to blame robert rodriguez but i hope he can make a movie kind of claiming back his like uh older older fashion roots you know Mm -hmm. 
So, that's it. Number three is a movie all three of us saw together. Uh, Detective Pikachu. Ooh. Yep. That's some swearing right there. I'm actually that's some opposing point. I'm a swear. You liked it? I ended up liking it, yeah. Ooh, I did not so. like it. I thought it was cringe. I said a lot there of was curse no words. Point. What? I said I said a lot of curse words when I was watching. Oh my goodness. This man, he was a bit drunk. I was pretty high and he was pretty drunk. He was super drunk and he was so surprised that... He kept saying, he's so fluffy! Yeah, the Pikachu was super fluffy. Like, you kept <laughs> saying it over and over. Well, it was very surprising. <laughs> it looked the same as in the trailer. No, it didn't. They changed it. Pikachu Gate 2019. Pikachu Gate. Is this controversy? I mean, 2020. Yeah, it's 2020, Mofaka. Oh, God. Yeah, I think them uh, choosing Ryan Reynolds was very much a safe pick. Everything about they it should They should have picked safe. Danny DeVito. Yeah, everything about it was just safe. The movie was... I did like the Pokemon cards I got. Oh, yeah, you did get those with the movie. Oh, yep. did you keep them? No. Oh, I didn't keep I did them not. either. Why didn't you not keep Bro. them? Because um, it felt incriminating. <laughs> Are you a criminal now? Yes. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you commit crimes. Well, I mean, the CGI was good. And I didn't really have a huge attachment to Pokemon as a kid. So maybe that's why it's... Uh, you guys, like, jizzed all over it when we saw it. You were freaking out over all the Pokemon in the movie. Yeah. Well, they looked less fuzzy than when I initially saw them, so... Well, Mr. Mime... Uh, and one. What about the ending? Oh, it was so. There, it was anticlimactic. Uh, like the there was, all right, first there, of all, he ran down like. You what, saw Detective Pikachu? Yeah, fifty-two flights of stairs within a point three second span, and caught <laughs> Pikachu as he was falling. <laughs> that was ridiculous. That was stupid. That and the ending was bad sense. too. He found out Pikachu was his dad. Yeah. So Pikachu. I don't really care about like, he's, he's, yeah, he's Pikachu like nutted and his mom. <laughs> And that's the reason he understood. The movie, there was no ending. Jesus there was no Christ. It, it was really just poorly done near the end. I feel like they could they, they had a decent story going along. I don't think so. I thought it was kind of subpar in how it kind of just went from base to base of, um, I don't know what's the word. Uh, it didn't really... Generic? Yeah, like, it was just a generic mystery, and I yeah. thought it didn't do well. Like, you knew, you know, Ryan Reynolds' character was going to be the dad at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah that was kind of obvious. That, and, that, everything was already played out before you, like, you even had to figure anything out. It, the whole thing is Detective Pikachu, but you already I figured I hated the out. lead actor, too. Well, that's your own personal gripe. Well, he was in the Jurassic World 2. He was awful in that, too. So... He was awful in that. He was! He was really bad. I'd not recommend it. Um... Yeah, do not see Detective Pikachu. One of the worst of the year. Unless you have a young adult or child. Uh, no, take him to see something better. <laughs> take him to see... Uh, Toy... St- uh, well, I don't know. What, what, it, what could, it, what could, it, were there any good family... Chapter 2. Were there any good family movies on my list? Uh, t- I'm surprised it didn't make anything. No, I actually really liked it, Chapter 2. I thought... Well, it's not even on the list. Yeah. You didn't mention a, it at That's all. a big disagree on my end. I, l- I like it. I think that's that. a very controversial movie that a lot of people could talk up and down about, because... I liked it, Chapter 2. So let's throw that in there as an honorable, honorable mention? Yeah. Know. Well, maybe... We'll, Dishonorable we'll, mention? We'll talk about it as the worst of... Number 2 is probably the most distinct movie, bad movie, we saw this year. Loquisha. Loquisha. Ooh. Sam, 
Uh, no, Juan, I'm gonna have Juan start this one off. Alright, so Loquisha is an Amazon Prime exclusive movie. Oh man, this is the content. You know, they have the Marvelous Miss Maisel, then they have Loquisha. Yeah, know? it's just money laundering, bro. But it's. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> Calling out the system. This movie is. It's something, bro. It's not even so bad that it's good. It's just. It's, oh, it's unwatchable. Clean. It's honestly unwatchable. But it's my second worst of the year. Yeah. And it's the context of uh, this white man bartender, <laughs> yeah. divorcee dad, um, is trying to get a radio talk show host spot, but he sees that all they get is like black women, minorities, you feel me? So he tries to make himself a black woman through the accent, and it works. This sounds terrible. It, it's horrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It works, but it's literally fucking terrible. He goes through Keep with going. it. He goes through with it. He's like, oh shit, I actually got this job. So he tries to like jump hoops to not be seen in the studio, to get an exclusive producer, to just hide his secret. Does he go blackface? He doesn't go blackface, but he okay, goes... Okay, at he least goes, he doesn't go blackface. No, he goes black voice, like, mm, I'm Lil Queen. Oh, that's Shut kind up. of equally yeah. as bad. Yeah. Like, that, that's on the same level. Yeah, it would be on the same level. So he does that for a while. I'm assuming about two months. And then he gets too famous. Yeah. And he has to like actually hire a black actress to pull it off and it just becomes a struggle of like power from there and I don't know it's just, just bad it's just bad bro the, the one thing I will say the main the, actor was a wannabe Norm MacDonald like similar yeah look, exactly similar uh, delivery yeah. he was trying voice. so hard to be Norm MacDonald he's trying to be edgy but no no I mean I mean Norm is a favorite like of everybody's hopefully if, if Norm isn't in your top five favorite actors of all or, or comedians people comedian yes Weekend update time. anchors. I would hope that he is, and if he's not, then fuck you. <laughs> Straight up. You're a dick. Like, really? Hardcore. Are you recording this shit? He recording. No. Fuck you. He vibing. So, yeah, Laquisha was horrible humor, just offensive all around. Really painful to watch. Uh, Siri also said that was her least favorite movie of the year. Yeah, it was terrible. Do you have anything to say about Laquisha? Um... Yes, so, <clears throat> actually I have a little bit to say about Laquisha. Um, so, we watched Laquisha at Siri's house uh, about a week ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> I was trying to, like, lay off drinking. So, I uh, hooked up with these guys and went over to Siri's, and uh, we're hanging out, and I was stone cold sober. Uh, which is uh, not you know as, as probably a lot of listeners don't know I'm I, I'm, I'm not often sober never <laughs> never ever ever yeah I'm 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 almost never sober and I'm I like getting fucked up anyways so we're um we were hanging out at Sears house and um, we decided to rent Laquisha. Well, you didn't rent it. We streamed it off Amazon. We streamed it off Amazon. But uh, um, we wanted to, to watch like a really horrible, like, like so good it's bad type movie. But like It didn't fit that bill. It was just bad. Yeah, we didn't. We, we weren't late. Like, we didn't know anything about it. So we watched it, and uh, it was fucking so bad. Like, I, I've never seen a movie this bad. It was so bad, I was physically offended. Well, did you think it was offensive? It was. Off- it, it offended me by how bad it was. 
It was so bad. Well, that's saying something. Well, I don't know. What do you think? Oh, I was. Well, I mean, I didn't really find it offensive. I just thought it was really bad humor and yeah. really unfunny. It, it literally hurt me physically. I, I wouldn't say it offended me, but it hurt me physically. It hurts you physically. It really yeah. does. Yeah. It stuns you just to the level where... Here's a good point. You have, like, the good, bad movies, and then the bad, bad movies. This is the bad, bad movie. It's a bad, bad movie where you can tell that what the author wrote was exactly what he acted yeah exactly like what you know the director yeah so this is one of those movies where you can and you can re- and you realize yeah. how like well, it was how his the writing it was like wow this guy yeah. thought this was good yeah so it was you can his tell. vision in this yeah. way you can tell best example of course of a bad movie being The Room you can tell that there was a genuine try at a script there but just the delivery you know everything yeah just it's just together. everything was yeah, terrible it's a, it's a perfect yeah there's, there's an actual like genuineness we're gonna have to buy you a Laquisha poster I'm hoping for it, Brian. Yeah. If I could find it. Like, uh, whatever that's Above the is. bed. 13 by On the 18. ceiling. On the ceiling. Ooh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, uh, do the Loquisha voice again? Mm, I'm Loquisha. Mm. Find this girl from this side of the block. Mm. <laughs> Down Mississippi. Oh, that's mm. terrible. Mm. But number one, <laughs> for me, is Cats. cats. I, I have not seen it. I saw Cats. Okay, I'm gonna call you out on this. It's way too easy to say that's the worst. That's true, but it was really painful to watch. Yeah, I hated every minute of it. Remember the original? No, the no, the one the that just came out. that came out like a few weeks ago. Oh shit! Yeah, and that is coming from this man. Yeah, from this is it. It was really bad. And, man, and he I like musicals. He would love Cats if Cats was good. Oh yeah, I watch, would watch the original. It, it probably like is. Yeah. Well, it just shows that some things just work better yeah. for stations. Yeah. But it was really hard to watch. And I've seen it live. Yeah, you have. Ooh, oh yeah. I love. Ca- I, so, yeah, I I like the original music. I feel like you can tune in with the criticisms we got for him because they're very, they're very keen on how it translates over. I haven't seen the new one, but I've seen the original movie and I've yeah. seen it live. So okay. there's that. You like Cats then? I, I I mean I think for the time it was came out nineteen eighty two. The theatrics of it were very impressive. I thought. Yeah. yeah. And that's something they really kept in the movie in terms of like choreography it was excellent. Yeah, excellent I think movie. when you look at that kind of movie, you got to look at it like what is it trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Like, that movie really is it trying to purpose. drive a certain point? No, is it? No. But is it trying to just you know entertain in this own value of its own self? Yes, and it does that yeah. perfectly. Yeah, I yeah. think Cats is is a great movie. Yeah, Cats has potential. Not this one. This one, yeah, I have not seen the newest. This one. watch it and you'll be very disappointed. Does it try to? It has like, no plot. The musical numbers are subpar. No, it the tra- acting's terrible. It's not exactly. It's really awkward. Like it has really awkward sexual tension. It's just a, it's misguided. So sometimes it's right. misguided. Yeah, Cats isn't really based off of any particular event. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. on a poet. It's based from a poetry book. Yeah, roughly. Um... The one problem I had with cats, as you know, as a like a competency in the movie, was the perspective. Sometimes the cats were below the table, and they just shrink the person to be below the table, or sometimes they were like as big, big enough to climb on like the top of whatever building they were on. Yeah. And sometimes they were like eating, just like different characters. They just like messing around with the camera. Things that would look impressive on the stage, where you only have to look at one set for like thirty minutes where it works that you know everything that comes together when you have it in a movie where you can just every five seconds switch 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 switch, switch it gets confusing right. and to me it was very confusing when they went from like under the table to being in the house but somehow they can reach a cabinet and then not reach it so was Cats 2 right. in, in a live action as well 
Like like Cats one. Uh no, this one was live action, but they did like a CGI on top of the actors to look like cats. So it was just, bad. It's just like awful. yeah, it hold the That's cat awful. upright, and you would see what they're seeing. It was bad. So I really didn't like cats. Maybe it's an easy pick, but it was really hard to watch. It was really hard to watch, and I went through it all sober, and I just could not do that again. So that is worst movie of the year. And uh, before we close out, I'm gonna have Sam and Juan just uh, give their picks for worst movies of the year as they uh, look through them. Okay, so my worst movie of the year, I'm gonna have to go with my actual worst pick, which was Loquisha. I'm f- very fair. Fucking cause, well, because I didn't see Cats, so I, I would love to be able to shit on Cats, but I didn't see it. So, but I, I um, didn't even see it. Yeah, but um, Loquisha was. So when I watched Loquisha, I don't know if I've like divulged into detail about it but i watched it a little bit a little bit i I watched it like five days ago and um i was we were over at siri's house who's been on the podcast and we're watching it and um we all smoked a bunch of weed and uh we're sitting there watching it and i remember being so high and just being like i wanted to fucking throw myself out of the fucking (laughs) window like i don't know it was so bad, like, I don't know, I feel like weed makes you more sensitive to things. Yeah, that's true, because... Well, it makes you what, very sensitive. That's why I love watching movies on weed, because yeah. it makes the good movies so much better. Good movies, But the really problem great. is it makes the bad movies so Yeah, the so bad movies. Worse. So I was super sensitive to this shit, and I was watching Loquisha, and I was like, this movie is so exceptionally bad that I'm literally, like, offended. Like It I'm, takes a lot to be offended. I was so upset. It was just the worst movie I've ever seen. And he was blaring in my face like a fucking siren. Like, just horrible. Like, I never want to watch this again. Yep. That's totally fair. Yep. So. And then, one, uh, what other movies do you want to talk about on The Worst? Uh, the Worst, I'm just going to switch it up a little bit. Uh, Lucretia's in the top three. Hellboy was an honorable mention. Ooh, bad movie. But yeah. I didn't hate it as much as everyone else. Yeah. So. Hellboy. It's just, I don't know, it's not the same. That, I'm, let's keep it at that. But my top worst of the year was Hobson Shaw. Ooh, that talk movie. about what? It was, okay, I'm about to explain it though. Please do. I'm about to explain it though. I think as an action movie, it's very good, it's competent, it's very entertaining. It does that 100%. It goes all out. The problems I have with this movie are basically two parts. One being the Fast and Furious franchise, where it's going. I very much disagree with it. And two, I feel like The Rock is going to come into a point where his roles do not ever surpass who he is as a person. He's an incredible person. He's got, you know, he's greater than life already. So there's never really been a role that stands out with him mm. or above him. Like with some characters, you can say, oh, Bill Murray, he'll always be either Castaway or whichever right. your favorite is. You'll have um, Heath Ledger will always be the Joker. Nice. Things of that nature. Yeah. The Rock hasn't reached a point where I say, oh yeah, this role, uh, who's this guy? Who's this guy? The Rock. It's never going to happen. But, I mean, my argument against that is like, ne- neither one of those roles are meant to like define that character. Like, they're, they're supporting yeah, they're the su- movie. They're supporting, yeah, and you give a standalone character a supporting movie. But you may view it like as a fan of it, but where I view it is, I'm just seeing The Rock do something. There's no like 
actual passion behind it. But take it like objectively by itself as its, as its own movie. You could take it as you know, all right, this is the rock in another movie that you've seen yeah. in other like thirty other movies. But yeah. by itself, I would say that it accomplishes what it tries yeah. to do. And that brings it doesn't me, take itself too seriously. Yeah, and that kind of brings me to that second point where <laughs> Fast and Furious is going. I feel that's a franchise. They're, Fast and Furious takes itself more seriously. Yeah. They tr- they try to be like serious with that shit. No, and I don't. I, I feel don't like Hobbs and Shaw doesn't ever do that. They 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 play on the the comedic value of of just them fucking around and like you know they know that they're just you know high paid actors just yeah. doing the fucking. No, movie. it's fucked with them the capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Upside class. down glasses and shit. I see your ass. I don't know. It's I feel like it sets a precedence. I can't. Flip that shit. Yeah, flip the glasses. Flip, flip the glasses, please. Oh, I can't. He's, not, he's not doing he's it. He's over here, like, he's beating me with, like, these ugly ass face. But, yeah, it sets a precedence. Hey, for you s- head ass face ass. For some, um, for Drug some franchises. Where you face ass. Instead face of ass. having Flugger. your main line, you have spinoffs. Oh, you didn't like it? They want more funny? Let's make a spinoff. Let's make a spinoff. Let's make a spinoff. Oh. Fast and Furious. Even though it's not going this way now, I feel like it's the most acceptable to be in, like, here's a spinoff with uh, Michelle Rodriguez and Will Diesel's characters. Number one worst? No, for me personally, yes. For That's so reasons. harsh. Like, I, I, right? I can understand some of the grievances against it, because, like, Haas and Shaw, it plays into some of what what people would say is, like, you know, it's just generic bullshit that, you know, gets thrown out just to make money. All right, these guys are both grabbing. talking about some gay <laughs> shit anyways. Okay. All right. Okay. I guess, All right. I guess Sam wants to close the episode out. Samson, you take it away with your your, your mouth. Anyway, so... You, you close this out, Sam. All right, so... Uh, both Make sure your mouth is open. Okay, anyways. Um, there you go. Thank you. Um, <laughs> both these guys are talking about gay shit. Anyways, here we are. Your mouth open now. Okay, before we leave, I'm Thank gonna let. I'm gonna let. Okay, that was the worst of the year. Uh, we tried to escape a rant about Fast and Furious, but yep. before we go, I'm gonna let all my guests plug in their social media. Thank you very much, my good boy Jacob. You're so sweet and so sexy. Keep that mouth Thank open you. now. <laughs> no, okay, Sam, go ahead. All right. Thank you very much. Well, my name, uh, my Twitter at is Sammy Good. Uh, some variation of O's and M's and. And that so just look up Sam Good. I'll be there. All right. Right. So and and after that, uh, here's one. Okay. Randy, you have any social media to plug? Uh, I'll keep myself anonymous because you know the voice speaks for itself. <laughs> look for Young Sheldon yeah, on yeah, uh, Young Sheldon on Young Sheldon on SoundCloud. It's Y U N G and then Sheldon, but replace the O with a zero. I was I was planning on it. If you've listened to our previous episodes a few months ago, I said I had it. I haven't done anything with it yet, but it's 2020. We're gonna rise up, bro. Sluts. Okay, well, that's the episode. Peace out.